Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Deep True Crime. I'm Manny Rodriguez. Thank you for joining me. In today's episode, we're discussing the tragic, tragic death of Riley Whitelaw, Walgreens employee killed by her co-worker. Tragic as can possibly be. Young girl, 17 years old, taken from this world way too soon. And we're going to be diving into what do we know this early on. We do have a lot of facts to the story. There's still more to come about. What will he ultimately be sentenced with? Will this go to court? We don't know all of that, but we know enough to share what happened to Riley Whitelaw. Let's go ahead and dive into it, why don't we? Riley Whitelaw, only 17 years old, taken from this world way too soon. She was killed on July 11, 2022. She was born January 20th, 2005 in Colorado Springs, and she was a student at Air Academy High School. As you can see by the shirt she is wearing in the picture. Riley is bigger than any obituary can encompass with a smile that drew in every person that she encountered. From a very young age, she was wise beyond her years and could easily fit in a room of adults carrying on conversations or kicking back with her friends making goofy videos. A common theme throughout her short but rich life was that she had empathy, patience, and compassion towards those around her. She allowed others to be seen, heard, or recognized if you were having a bad day, she had the innate ability to lift you up. She was dedicated, persistent, and passionate about everything she endeavored to try. If she was trying something new, she would fully commit without hesitation. Riley was a quiet leader amongst her peers and was always willing to lend a helping hand to those around her. Her passions were artistic in nature as she loved to draw or paint canvases as well as jam on a guitar. Her art was recognized throughout her life and won many school and local awards. She not only had straight A's throughout her time at Air Academy, but she was also a member of Air Academy High School Color Guard. She worked part-time and had just began volunteering at the Humane Society and she found time to pet sit. Riley inspired others through her art eclectic taste in music, and shining personality. Young girl taken way too soon because of this coward. Rest in peace, Riley Whitelaw. Let's dive into what exactly happened in this tragic death. On Saturday, June 11th, 2022, at approximately 6.55 p.m., the Colorado Springs Police Department, they received a 911 call from the Walgreens at 6820 Centennial Boulevard, located within the city of Colorado Springs, the county of El Paso State of Colorado. And the reporting party that called 911, Justin Zunino, who is one of the managers who was not on duty that day at Walgreens. He stated that he found a body in the break room 
and there was blood everywhere. When patrol officers arrived on scene at approximately 7.02 p.m., they located the body of a female on the floor of the employee break room. The female had suffered significant trauma to her neck area. There was a large amount of blood on the floor around the head of the victim. There were significant blood stains on the floor, cabinets, and counter of the break room. There was an identification badge on the floor and a radio earpiece on the floor near the victim's feet. Officers, they noticed right away she was not a lie. During an interview with patrol officers, Mr. Zunino stated that he was contacted by another manager of Walgreens, Crystal Ishmael, at about 5.30 p.m. when Crystal noticed that Riley Whitelaw, 17 years old, did not return from her break. Mr. Zunino, he reported to the store shortly after 6 p.m. and he reviewed surveillance video because he thought it was odd that Okay, she left for her break, but this is not like her. She's a responsible teenager. She does not do things like this. They knew something was wrong. Mr. Zunino, he stated that he noticed in the surveillance video footage, he observed one of the employees, Joshua Johnson, stacking bins in front of a surveillance camera till it blocked the view of the camera. Mr. Zunino stated that someone had taped paper over windows in the area of the break room. He also stated that the restroom closed sign was in the area to keep people out, which typically does not occur till near the close of business. Mr. Zunino, he said that after seeing Joshua on the video, he began checking the area in the break room. As he was checking the area, he opened the door to the break room. He observed the female on the floor. He immediately recognized her as Riley Whitelaw. And he said that there was blood everywhere and he did not enter the room. Mr. Zanino, he shares with the officers that Riley had complained about Joshua about a year ago because he had made advances toward her and that it had made her feel uncomfortable. My question right out of the gate on this is, if this happened a year ago when she was around 16 years old, and this is a grown full adult male hitting on a teenager, a teenager. There's a reason that there are laws in place. 16 years old, her brain is not even fully developed to try to accept stupid advances like that. She was smarter than that. Everyone even talked about how smart she was, how she can just get into a room full of adults and carry conversation. But she was not dumb enough to want to be interested in this older man. But how did he not get fired for this older man hitting on a teenager. Did they just blow this off like it was nothing? That's a big red flag, Walgreens. What happened there? I would love to know what their thought process is. How did he keep his job? And Mr. Zanino, he tells officers that he warned Joshua to keep things professional and Joshua appeared to be receptive 
to that. A few weeks before she was killed, Riley had requested to work a different schedule because Joshua made her feel uncomfortable. And they grant her that. Then there was another time where she had requested additional hours. And she was told that it would require her having to work with the guy that made her feel uncomfortable, Joshua. Another manager at Walgreens, she shared that about three months before Riley's death, Riley's boyfriend, Jacob Leacock, started working at Walgreens. And Crystal shared that she noticed what appeared to be Joshua acting jealous that Riley's boyfriend was now working at Walgreens. Crystal also shared that while she was looking for Riley after she hadn't returned from her break, she looked outside by the dumpster area. She smells a strong odor of bleach in the area. And then she attempts to open the door and then she hears a male on the other side of the door saying that he was changing. She could see feet under the door, so she left and she calls Mr. Zunino because she's starting to worry about Riley not coming back from her break. And when Mr. Nino finds out about that, he goes to the dumpster and there's no man there, but he does find a bottle of bleach that was observed in the dumpster. There was a customer inside Walgreens, Alicia Schwenke. She was a customer at approximately 5.44 at the Walgreens. And she stated that she was in the deodorant aisle and she heard a female screaming. She said she also thought she heard the, the sounds of the stalls slamming. Alicia, the customer, she thinks to herself, there's no way I could have heard what I thought I heard. And so she buys her stuff and leaves. When she drives by this Walgreens a little later and she sees patrol officers over there, she stopped to tell what she had heard. Detectives were able to learn that employees are assigned lockers at Walgreens to secure their personal belongings. The lockers are in an area not accessible by customers. Joshua Johnson was assigned locker number three and is also using locker number 17. It is unknown if he accessed the lockers after Riley Whitelaw was killed. Joshua Johnson, he was contacted by Colorado State Patrol troopers as he was walking along Interstate 25 near Trinidad, Colorado. This is about a hundred miles from Walgreens. As you can see by this picture, Joshua had scratches on his face and hands when he was contacted by Colorado State Patrol. And so Joshua was then transported to the Police Operations Center at 705 South Nevada Avenue. After being Mirandized, Joshua admitted at one time he had a crush on Riley. He stated he no longer had a crush on her because he was intimate with Crystal Ishmael. Now, Crystal has never came forward saying that she had anything to do with him. This could be true. It could be a lie to try to throw them off. Crystal has not confirmed or denied that. She probably doesn't want anyone to know this right now. So obviously if there was something between the two, she has nothing to do with them. He was just trying to say I had a crush on her and I'm over it. I'm with 
Crystal now. But again, Crystal did not mention any relationship to police when she called it in. When she called her anyone, she never said that she was in this relationship. Again, it doesn't mean that she wasn't. It's just never been confirmed whether she was or not in the relationship. Joshua admitted that he was the person by the dumpster that Crystal had talked to and that he was trying to leave. He said that he went home right after that happened and took off all his clothes because they were all bloody. Joshua stated that he was wearing pants like the ones he had on right at that moment, blue work pants, gray work shirt, and black shoes. But he denied stacking the totes in front of the camera even when he was confronted with the video proof that he was stacking the totes. So let me ask you, she reports him of inappropriate behavior when she was 16 years old by this man. Again, hearsay, I wasn't there. I didn't go through the process with them. But how did he keep his job? That, that's something that I wonder about. How did he keep his job when he was trying to hit on this young girl? I do not understand that. And he is, he, the time he was about 11 years older than her, at 16, she's a child. She's a young teenager. These are the type of things that happen in the workplace that should not happen in the workplace. And here she is, this young girl, even reported these allegations, continued later on to say he's made me feel very uncomfortable. I don't want to work the same shift with him. Multiple reports. How did he still have his job? What life-saving measures could have been prevented? Number one, I think he should have been fired when she was 16 years old saying this man is making advances towards me. And according to one attorney, Walgreens had no obligation as his employer to fire him just because of a complaint. That's according to one lawyer, multiple times having this problem I would think there's room for either transfer to another store or get him out of there. They have created a makeshift memorial right outside Walgreens. The store is closed down for now. I don't know if it'll open back up, but they did start that. They have created a GoFundMe page if you would like to support in loving memory, Riley, in support of Riley. And Courtney, Courtney is her mom. Any donations will go towards a scholarship fund in Riley in Riley's name and possibly genetics research, something Riley enjoyed studying. As per Courtney's wishes, she invites the sharing of this page on social media. I will be sure to put this link in the comments, but you can definitely go to GoFundMe and find this Riley page. But Make sure it's this page and you don't get caught going to the wrong page and giving someone money that has nothing to do with it. And so any help you can you can offer, I'm sure the family will appreciate. My friends, I'm Manny Rodriguez. Thank you for joining me today. And hey, if you found some value in this and this is the type of content you like to follow, make sure you hit that subscribe button. That way you get notified. And if you did like this video, hit that like button. That way YouTube shows it to more people. I'm Manny Rodriguez. Thank you for joining me. I hope you have an amazing day. Peace.